don't fuck you, you can't even sing. Yeah, just sing or something to get some pussy. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Yeah, baby, I like it raw. They'll talk season 22, episode 5. I should be talking in the lower tone because Noah's in the next room sleeping. Maybe nah, that should be actually, whispering. Uh, <laughs> come on. We, we specifically waited for him to wake up. To Look, man. Pod. The pod has changed in a lot of ways. We wait for kids to wake up so we can pod in peace. Listen, I'm trying to pod at like a good volume, good energy. You can't really do that when you have to like limit yourself. Facts. <laughs> Yo, when's the last time you as a man has felt overstimulated? Alright, this is a conversation that we had pre-pod because I said he was overstimulated because he was trying to watch <laughs> The Wire and podcast at the same time. Listen, uh, ju- I'm just pushing um, human boundaries and limits. So, like, what can be done? I don't think I have that. Like, um, like as far as overstimulation, like, on... Um, on like multitasking, I don't have that. Dog. I can yeah, watch I seven really games at one time. I don't have yeah. a problem with that. I, I'll shit. just, I'll just um, zone out and just hone in on what I'm really focusing on right then. I don't really worry about like if it's one thing if like if all seven games are like close. Like, yeah. No, if they're playing audio at the same time. Yeah, no, nah, it cannot be audio. Annoyed. Yeah, no, nah, it can't like, be right, audio. Buddy, you gotta, you gotta relax with that. Yeah, but nah. if it's just like the fucking um, in a Clockwork Orange where they hold a dude's eyelids open and just show him pics of like pussy and stuff, then I can do that. <laughs> what type of dr, fucking examinations they do on the Clockwork Orange, dog? Nah, they were trying to. Um, so he's like a delinquent, right? Yeah. So they kind of like sort of show him so much images of fucked up shit to make him like disgusted and hate it so they were just showing him uh, mad murder and pussy and murder and pussy yeah. and then he was like oh i'm gonna be a good boy now actually isn't that movie like a like a like a top movie um for the mu for the movie nerds yeah they really like it i watched it and i thought i was like oh it was cool it's got a good soundtrack actually. i like i like they merch they merch is hard they vintage they got shit merch they, None like, of that you know, shit is from the movie bro it's from the movie it's like vintage shit but like Hell it's no. it's, it's really you. expensive and anyone who worked in that movie like they probably work naked you know what I mean? <laughs> yo what the fuck <laughs> on the indie movie y'all niggas be watching listen what i thought that movie was about and what it actually is about is two completely different things it's about milk yeah like it's wait so you saw it no i've never seen the movie i've i've seen uh, I've seen trailers of the movie, right? Because I was going to watch it, but it was like all these like epilepsy like quick cuts and shit in the trailer. And yeah, I'm like, if this is what's going to be, I'd rather not watch it. That's what the movie's like. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, and then you told me what the movie was about and stuff like that. And I was like, ah, yeah, like, uh, like, I'm cool, but I got to be in the mood for an indie movie. A movie what's indie last... movie too hard to watch. <laughs> Well, you're a guy that's excited to see Ant-Man, I can tell. Hell no. Any movie sometimes is just like, you know, like when they, when they give awards out for everything, it's just like, it, it's because something was like extremely depressing. And I'm just like, I don't want to watch that on a Wednesday where I just want to kick back and chill, dog. Like. I mean, it depends because to me, I think there's certain like blockbuster depressing films that are like made trash stuff yeah you know what i mean true. like the yeah. boy in the striped pajamas is like really really mid but it's supposed to be sad i'm supposed to like exactly about it. yeah 
I guess I don't like it from either standpoints of like. Also, all the war movies, super ass. I've never trash, bro. Trash. So boring. Look, like, man, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right here. Me and you agree on that, and we can agree more on that. They're all the fucking same. They fucking I, suck. I don't really like watching historical movies from like just the regular perspective. Like, if you showed me a war movie from some dude that like. It's not supposed to be there, and he's like, "Yo, I want to get the fuck out of Zimbabwe." Yeah. <laughs> like, I was, I watch that. Like, if you give me Mulan, that's a war movie. I watch that. <laughs> Except Mulan's a war movie. That's crazy. But the war, <laughs> the war, the war movies just be like niggas who like want to be tougher than they are. Watch war movies and be like, "Man, I wish I could do For that real. type of shit." Like, guess what, nigga? You never gonna be the American Sniper. Sorry, nigga. They're not gonna Yo, say American you're okay Sniper with. is a horrible film. They <laughs> just want to shoot brown people in yeah, the head. That's you, all they, it is. They're never gonna send you to go take fucking Bin Laden out of the fucking. At his crib, like it's cool, bro. There's a scene in that movie where this kid's just taking his dog out for a walk, and the American sniper just popped them, and the whole audience was like, "Yes, fucking go!" <laughs> I've never watched that movie. I'm not a fan of war movies like that either. Like, I don't fuck with that shit. I'm a fan of very like small movies. Like, yeah, I don't, like I don't Ant really Man. Know. Nah, I don't watch fucking Ant Man. Like, you can no nobody can ever convince me that Paul Rudd was ever be a superhero in any fucking. He's done it multiple times, man. I don't know what to tell you. Like, he yeah, ha- I'm not. I haven't seen Ant-Man either, but I, and I'm with you. Like, I literally just texted my cousin. I was like, I'm not watching Paul Rudd save the day. Like, I'm not <laughs> yeah, doing but, that. But what I will say is great casting for the one superhero that Paul Rudd could be if there was ever to be a superhero. <laughs> you know what? That's very true. If I, if I went through the list of every superhero he could be, it, it would land on Ant-Man. I don't Ant-Man, think anyone else could be Ant-Man. Maybe the, um that's great casting, bro. Like, they picked the right guy for that. Some guy that can just, like, get really small or really big. Like, that's Him it. and, and then, the guy from The Office. Uh, Jim? Yeah. I yeah, think he but plays, he's Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, he's now, plays... So I, think, that. I think that's fine, too. I, I don't I don't mind him on that. I don't really like that. For Mr. Fantastic, they should have got... Um, Michael B. Andy Jordan? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga Wallace. Um, a lot of... Not a lot of news, but big news this this week. Huge, some maybe the biggest news. Um, we had everybody go crazy about the Rihanna performance. Ab Dash was not thrilled. Uh, I, didn't even, I didn't say anything about it. All right, should I, should I pull it up on the on the podcast and give? I mean, on the podcast on the uh, on the WhatsApp Wait, what group message, <laughs> so 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 I can give it in live time. You're like that shit was whack. <laughs> I didn't say that was whack. You know what? Pull it up. All right, hold on. But yeah, no, she was too. I I thought like it was dope. It was one of the better performances to me. But maybe because I just she, she got mad. Better hits, bro. performances. I look. I At a recent time, songs. the weekend shit was whacked, nigga. The weekend shit I was trash. That shit. Exactly. <laughs> Having a lot of hit songs and being a good performance is not the same shit. I guess you can. You're right in that. I just like the songs. I don't really give a fuck. It it, it was sort of less like. Oh, I'm enjoying the songs that are being played versus, oh, this is a good performance. Like, I'm but, really enjoying what I'm seeing right now. Basically, I mean, she was just preg- she was just pregnant. That's pretty much it. Listen, that's no excuse, truthfully. To be honest, we, I don't... We, we talked about it in the, pod, on, um, in, the, in the group chat, and I don't know why Bad Bunny was not the person on that, <laughs> to be honest. Bro, because she was locked in to be the performer, like, for a years. Yeah, she was Mad a while ago. Back when she was still making music, she was locked in to be a performer. You know what I mean? 
Plus, like, Hope doesn't know who Bad Bunny is. Hope definitely knows who Bad Bunny is. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I think he met him for the first time at the Grammy. It was like, oh, que lo que? and he's like, Bro, ah, wrong, t- wrong Spanish. They, they were de- they were on a LeBron James barbershop thing <laughs> together. <laughs> he didn't know what the fuck he was saying. He definitely he didn't know what the fuck he was saying. Right? He just thought they let like the janitor's cousin like pull up mm. a chair. What do you mean? I I I genuinely don't know why they they when they had him on they didn't have a translator. They just had. Uh, Paul, which is like LeBron and Ho- and holds them like mutual friend. He's Puerto Rican and he speaks Spanish. And like they t- them two interacted and it's just like all right, like <laughs> y'all could have just had somebody there to translate Bro, for him. LeBron does not care about that show. Like he not just wakes though. up and he checks his schedule and he's like, oh, I gotta do the shop today. Uh, all right, I'm, and then he just shows up and he starts saying ridiculous things about being a rap historian. He's a rapper story, no chill. He he EP uh, two chains out. He he EP'd it like oh, never mind. Oh, <laughs> gonna, everyone's gonna let loose right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the reality halftime show it it was cool. I I liked, I liked it. I liked the um like the stage setup and all that shit or whatever. Uh, obviously the the songs were really good. Um, but it did it did like. Show like an evolution of Rihanna's music, like like her catalog. Yeah, like she makes completely different music to what she started making music with. Like she was right, still now she, now she, she makes Marvel credit music. Yeah, like she she would <laughs> Jesus they going crazy. Rihanna right? fans going go crazy. <laughs> um, I'm just saying that's what the last thing she put out. But it's like the like if you like listen to a lot of the other shit it was really really like the. Dance all Caribbean vibe. She was like the Caribbean, like the Caribbean artist at that time, and now she just makes like her own style of music. Now it doesn't like it was really island vibes in the beginning, and I and I f- completely forgot about that shit. To be honest, she didn't play a lot of hits too. Nah, she. That's the thing. Her catalog is like really large. For some, it's not really large actually. It's just a couple albums, but she's got hits on all of them and multiple ones. So, three. Shout to read, like listen. The my whole time on deal is expiring. I just the, email. The, like, the whole time the the whole halftime was spent was like, Oh yo, I think she's pregnant. I'm like, that's not possible, bro. She just had the baby dog. Bro, that was like in May. She's <laughs> gotta have Irish twins. You know what's crazy? I thought the, I thought she had the baby like two months ago, so I'm like, bro, it ain't no way possible that he just like blowing that shit up right away. And then I saw him somebody somebody put on Instagram and it was like, yo, the tights are rocking. I was like, yo, my boy, you didn't even let the stitches heal. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he didn't wait the six weeks, you know what I mean? Like, he just let that shit go. You know, but my boy was letting go from the fucking three, securing securing his inheritance. Sure, congratulations, you know. Yeah, facts. Um, maybe, maybe the next Super Bowl, maybe three Super Bowls from now, she'll do it again. And <laughs> maybe maybe with new music. Continuing this, uh, big, probably like the biggest news has happened, like, all year so far. I mean, we... Relatively still in the the new year, but uh, Pete is the successor for uh, Virgil as far as the men's creative director for Louis Vuitton. And it's been a while, you know. It's, it's so been a minute for sure. Congrats to Pete, like for sure. Congrats just, to Pete. For the past like year and a half, they've just been using shit from the basement and like mm-hmm. <laughs> notes that Virgil had, and, the, and then, and then just like other designers like exactly you know, interpret them. Yeah, just try, just trying to get all these different like. All these different takes on things, so they didn't really have like a, a linear 
like progress of what of what they wanted to do further on. I mean, to be honest, they there's been so much names that have come in, like who's gonna be the next uh, creative director, and P was not even in my mind. But I will say that I think their first, I think their first go to was gonna be Kanye. And Kanye just wilded out. So Kanye I just got put he, this out. He did everything in his own power to make sure he didn't get that. <laughs> That's a you know fact. I mean? That's a but, fact. But, you know, congrats to him. Like, he shut the fuck up, got with a good woman, and we haven't heard from him since. So, like, yeah, I, I feel like this always happens in, like, three months, you'll hear Kanye go on some crazy shit. Like, it, I he, mean, listen, love makes you do crazy things. That's all I know. <laughs> I mean, if they're making you do Hitler things, that's crazy, dog. <laughs> I, I'm sure that he once felt love. I mean, maybe, but nah, P. Um, I think P. Doing this is like really dope, cause like he he's had his own clothing line and all that stuff, and like you know he's dabbled in the Chanel, Did with the Chanel Pharrell research. Yo, I'm gonna get to that, cause there's a lot of prior research shit that niggas is talking about right now, and then uh, I think but, it's gonna really <laughs> highlight like what P. Is capable of doing, cause people still P. Has so much styles that. People make styles out of out of one era of P's styles that he that he did. Like there's a lot of 06 P. There's a lot of P with like the the Tyler look that that the Tyler has now is derivative yep. of certain P. 20, 2014 to 2018 P was a scary time. I mean, <laughs> I would agree. But like I always said, time. like and I always say, was in a dark place in that time, anyways. Like I always say, P wears shit that I wouldn't wear, but it. It goes. It looks good on him. Like that's that's what he does, right? Like I would it's, not be wearing some of these shorts and like long ass pants with sambas and stuff. Like Pete does that. That's not for nah. me. The six months when he was getting all his tattoos removed and going on that Wendy Williams show and wearing nothing but hoodies, I was really scared that like something had went wrong. But <laughs> I'm glad he's like he's good now. I think uh, they the, his official title is artistic director, which is what Virgil was. Mm-hmm. No, he's. Be- I, I think P's creative director. Virgil nah. was artistic director. Oh, word. Yeah, I think P's creative director. I think he's just stay on that artistic director. You know, just guide the company in a way. Because, I mean, basically, you know, that's what they're gonna do. It's not, it's not like P's gonna be putting his hands on. Shit, he's you know, he's right? not gonna be manufacturing jeans, dog. That's not gonna be happening, dog. But the thing is, like, what AB Dash alluded to. It, earlier about the prior research was that somebody on Twitter and normally I'll give I'll give the person the benefit of the doubt but like, oh this he was joking but this nigga was dead ass serious. And he, he was, was young. He put really. he put upon research I found that Pharrell actually had a streetwear brand in the early two thousands with a Japanese street designer Nigo. The brand name was Billionaire's Boy Club and was worn by tons of celebrities. Jay Z, Lil Wayne, Beyonce. I mean that's not a ton, that's three, but alright, cool. That's that that, Yo, that, that's, that that might be a ton. That that's what was said, right? And like like you said, like he might be young, you know, he wasn't around for the billionaires boy club, he wasn't around for the ice cream when I was trying to get my mom to buy me a waffle hoodie, uh, and it was three hundred dollars and my mom was like, You fucking insane nigga, like what are you talking fox about? On the crocs <laughs> yeah. of the jeans. Fox on the crocs of the jeans, all that shit, like and I still think that that is gonna have a time back in this era for sure too, because I've seen a lot more vintage people starting to sell BBC and it's being sold at like a really like rapid rate and at a certain price point where I'm like, Okay, this this is about to be something. Um, people do not. It's coming on like almost twenty years now. Does that count as vintage? Yeah, vintage is twenty. That's wild. 
I mean, think about it, dog. Like, shit we was winning in 06 is close to being vintage, bro. Like, that's vintage I mean, shit. There was also a dark time where people were, like, riding on, like, some Mark Echo as oh, vintage, as, as vintage wear. You know what that's I mean? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Ed, some Ed Hardy shit. You know, that's like, crazy. By Guy Fieri himself. And I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to, like, the cycle of shit. But, but that, that guy's a die. I mean, like, it's not like BBC and ice cream was, like, some secret thing, you know? Yeah, it wasn't. Or that Pharrell's, like, a hidden figure that he tried to hide <laughs> that this brand existed. Like, I don't... To me, it seems like someone who's, like, very new to fashion. Facts. And someone who's, like, in a very, like, separate realm of, like, the stuff that they're into. Mm-hmm. That they wouldn't even consider, like, P. Who's, like, you know, apart yeah, from, like, like, some Chanel you, and Adidas shoes, like, you won't yeah. really see him interact with that space that much. Yeah, like, you think Pharrell's despicable me Pharrell, and it's just like, that's despicable not... Despicable me Pharrell, you know? Yeah, Listen, that is him. Like, the thing is, like, I feel like... As much credit as Pete gets within our world, he doesn't get credit like that from other, from just like people who are who are in the fashion world, but just in a different realm that like don't really fuck with streetwear. It's only high end wear. Like Pete did a lot of shit, like oh oh six and oh eight Louis Vuitton collabs yeah. with with jewelry, and uh, and bringing the LV millionaires. Like he was one of the first niggas ever wearing the Hermes. Like, men bags. He was the niggas fucking with... He literally is the only person that's ever had a collaboration with Chanel. Literally. Like, <laughs> what, what are we talking about here? But what specifically what I'm talking about is, like, these people and these publications, too, because I've seen a lot of write-ups on these. Like, a lot of these... Uh, I don't know if Complex did it, but I know Heist and the Body did it. And, like, a other, uh, uh, like two other ones were, like, Pharrell, LVMH... Uh, appoints him to is that your stomach or the dog, nigga? It's a dog. She wants <laughs> some attention. That's it's okay. crazy. Not right now, buddy. Um, but uh, they're they're doing like these like write ups of like. If my wh- stomach sounded like that, I would <laughs> stop potting right now and be like, I gotta go to the, the toilet. <laughs> so they doing they doing these write ups about Pharrell and like was he deserving of this? And I'm like, do you realize that the person who was before him? was, like, directly influenced by what he did before Virgil even made Pyrex off-white. They don't know that. Nigga, you at a publication, right? How do you not know this? Because they were like, you know, they started off with love. You know how it always does where it's just like, um, oh, P, like, who doesn't love P? We all love P, but I feel like you... I feel like people like that love P because the internet tells them to love P, not because what he actually brings and what, what he's done. And then, like, you know, they're like, oh, uh, like, it's all love. We love P. Who doesn't love P? He's done so much great shit with music and BBC and the early 2000s and the Bape and all this shit, right? And then in the middle of that paragraph, they're like, yeah, but, like, you know, he had that little, um, they, he had that little thing about, like, some lyric in Blur Lines or whatever that was, like, you know, taken. I'm like, dog. Bring up the case. Yeah, like, you feel me? Like, c- come First on, dog. All, you, if you hum in your living room, Marvin Gaye's family will find you. Like, yeah, like, I, like, I don't really count that into anything. I think they were talking about a specific lyric or some shit that he said oh, on there. Yeah, that, that people that people didn't fuck with or something. I, I'm not familiar with it, but it's, it's just like, I mean, blurred Ryan, blurred lines is like the Rick Ross. You ain't even know it. You know what I mean? Like, there's you know, there's some suggestive. Oh, no, I mean, <laughs> I've listened to that song maybe once or twice, dog. Like. You couldn't I, I, pay me to listen to Robert yeah, Dick. I haven't, I, haven't <laughs> I haven't listened to, like, 
that so I didn't listen to that song in depth like whatever I'm not I'm not saying anything about that but like how you like there's a lot of like discredit going around with Pete and I'm just like damn nigga like so like when when Virgil got it everybody was happy streetwear deservingly so Virgil got it whatever first first uh black LVMH um creative director whatever but when the second guy comes in it's, it's open to like <laughs> alright fuck him <laughs> right, it's like all right, we got the truth yeah. out of the way. We but, can tell him how we really feel. Yeah, like, who like the fuck is this? Yeah. What the fuck is he done? I was like, listen, that motherfucker is rich. That motherfucker is responsible for a lot of a lot of luxury brands even being popular to a but whole demographic has, of people. He's got the vision. Oh, he definitely right? has and the vision. The futuristic. He's always had had it, and you know, hopefully because those beats have been a little and lately, you know, maybe it's because he's been working on something. I mean, they did try to come at him too for the Adidas collab and stuff like that, but like, you know, like they're putting out all these weak ass human maids and shit like that. I'm like, oh, you think Pharrell's like, yeah, let's do this colorway. <laughs> like, Bro, everyone that's them, coming out, like. <laughs> he gave them the okay eight years ago. Yeah. They're just running that contract. They're, they're, they're not even showing him shit anymore. Hell no, bro. They, they're running up his name. That's what that's what, that's what it's being used. If you think Pharrell was going to be in the lab like Kanye and no. doing all these colorways and shit, like, nah. He did the first human race. That shit was crazy. He did a Chanel one, that shit was crazy. He did the and whole, he did the whole that's Adidas it. superstar like color thing, and that shit went crazy. And that's it. Like after 2013, Pharrell was not even like giving Bro, a fuck he, about that Adidas. He hasn't shit. posted that shit since. <laughs> nah, you he know, don't give a like, fuck. Oh shit, he's an Adidas. Yeah, I'm like no, nah, nigga, like I had that. No idea. That's the thing. Like Pharrell is the flagship there. Like that's the th- they they brought him there, and then they they got to bring Kanye in there because Pharrell and Kanye are friends. Then Pusha came in, and then they were gonna bring in Drake. They used Pharrell's relationships like that. But yeah, no, I I just I just don't like like the 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 like propaganda that's just like oh like is is this really where they were supposed to go like who else were you were you gonna point because like you see what's going on with a lot of these fashion brands right now niggas is not selling shit a lot of shit they put out is whack besides like the go-to ones but niggas ain't really looking for luxury shit like that and if they do they like go to like marnie and like yeah. other other smaller like uh micro luxury brands and shit like that i don't think Louis Vuitton is in a place right now where they need a designer, designer like that. The no. other names that they were bringing up, like they need taste. Do I think that? Do I think that uh, Martine Rose and Gracewell Bonners would do a bad job? No, hell no. Do I think that Pharrell's a better designer than them? No, no. <laughs> but that's not what they're going after. <laughs> yeah, not the good. What we're going for here is taste. That's all it is. Like, yo, is this dope? Is this not dope? Basically, you hiring a, a, a consultant full time. Yeah, you need a Rick Rubin. Like, yeah, like, I would never tell somebody, like, yo, y'all don't understand. P was really stitching up BBC shit. Like, no, he was not, nigga. It was like, him. <laughs> yeah, he no. screen printed every astronaut. But who but who made all that shit popular? Who made bait popular? Like, Nigo was in, in Japan. But Pharrell was doing that shit here, giving that shit to Hove and and uh, Nori and all them niggas who was popping at that time and now Bape is what it is and uh, we haven't even talked about the whole Nike Bape thing either which is pretty fucking hilarious Nike's on just some some (laughs) shit they're on a tear right now but um, Nike was acting like the feds you know they let the case built up over like 20 years and then they're like alright it's time (laughs) okay they they I mean, to be honest, from a business standpoint, it's fucking genius. We all knew that was the Air Force One. We all knew that they just put the fucking star on it or whatever, and they just did it. Nike, all Nike let you do is run up the bread for 20 years, and it's like, yo, let me get that. Not now. <laughs> let me get that. 
like from a business standpoint, yeah. <laughs> from a business standpoint, it's it's fire. But like, uh, Nigo's out, so he got yeah, his he, bread. He saw that shit coming. It was like, I'm gonna sell this brand to China. Yeah, no, you know but I mean? yeah. S- saying all that to say this, like, the only reason why luxury brands are popping right now, for the most part, is because the people who they're getting are all streetwear adjacent. Kim Jones, Dior. My man said a Jace. Nigo, Kenzo. My man Pharrell. said a Jace. I won't let it, you live that down. Kim Jones is a Jace. No, I'm just, I'm not mad at you saying a Jace. That Kim Jones is adjacent. But you're saying the word a Jace. I mean. Stop saying a Jace. Hey, we, we, it's a new year. We got to bring something to the podcast. Stop, Kim, man. You're making me feel overstimulated. <laughs> Super pause. Oh, um, I take that back. <laughs> super, super, super pause. That was crazy. Um, but yeah, nah. P, shout out to P. Well deserved. I'm, I'm very, very interested in seeing because, like, the thing is, like, don't get it fucked up. I love P. P does great shit, but there's always room to fuck up. Do I think P's gonna fuck up? No, but that's always room for. Like, I think they're gonna put like the Mickey Mouse gloves on him and just treat him like a baby. You know what I mean? Because pretty much. Um, P's probably going to be in this role for a while, and I don't, I don't see it going bad unless it goes horribly bad. I think what what really happened here is that it's going to expand. Like, you know, Virgil got the accessories popping in Louis Vuitton. Like, a lot of accessories, niggas was not wearing Louis Vuitton kicks like that, really, because them kicks was whack. And Virgil came and bought the Nike Air Flight 89s and just made them into a uh, Louis Vuitton shoe. It made somebody like me who... Has never thought about buying a Louis Vuitton shoe. Actually, give a thought to buying a Louis Vuitton shoe until I put it on. I'm like, this shit's the most uncomfortable shit in the world. And then, uh, like, had you thinking about it, bro? Luxury shoes are the worst shit in the world, bro. Like, like, the sole does not need to be leather. Let me just tell you that right now, dog. Like, I don't want to break in a pair of kicks like that. Like, it's not. It's bad, clunky, heavy. All like, I'm cool, but um, I think P can shed light to a lot of like the accessories as far as like. Jewelry, because Pete does wear a lot of jewelry. And he does wear a lot of these bracelets and nah, chains. He just and shit. auctioned all his yeah. shit off to Drake. I don't know what to tell you. Not not that type of jewelry, nigga. Like the Chanel pearl jewelry and stuff like that. I think like if there could be an advancement on that. And then the same thing with shades. Like I'm not a big shades person or anything like that. But if you would have, if you would have gave me some millionaires in '09, I would have went crazy with them shits. I would have been on Facebook posting that shit all day. Yeah. With me on that bitch, like yeah. <laughs> This man would have booted up his old MySpace I would have been going crazy on Tumblr in 2009 if I had the millionaires. But on what? On, on Tumblr. <laughs> oh, on Tumblr. I thought you said something else. But I think, I think he can shed light to stuff that nobody particularly directly goes to Louis Vuitton for. I just think that he can do some. I would love to see what he does with the bags, though. It's definitely gonna be some cartoonish shit going on with some with some of the P stuff because since he, he's very inspired by cars I mean, and shit. That's just already kind of happening now. We're getting a lot of puffy, like swollen leather goods. Like there was that Loewe jacket. Yeah. I mean, uh, what are they called? The Prada loafers are like puffy and chunky. That shit did come like a lot of the like different like takes on handbags like as far as putting like like making the handbag like in, in an animal shape or whatever a lot of that shit came from Loewe like Loewe used to have like bags that you will see uh, the little Asian homies rocking with like it's like an elephant or like a giraffe and shit like that I'm like bro y'all got y'all got fucking bread to spend $8,000 on a fucking elephant purse bro like they, that shit is crazy in, like philosophy <laughs> class like yeah you know, like <laughs> How can you rationalize owning that? I, w- I will say Lueve has, like, some of the best, like, 
leather out of most of uh, the luxury brands that I've seen. That shit is they really dope. They got their own uh, cow farm. You know that? No. Is that true or you just made that shit up? I just made that up. And if they need me to do PR for them, <laughs> see how easy I just did that? Facts. Our lot is low, ever. We need, we need a sponsor. Um, continue. I think they donated uh, 10,000 chickens to, like, impoverished areas that needed eggs. So. <laughs> Continuing this. Have you caught up on uh, the Wu, or are you planning on catching up to Wu, nah, like, today? I'll probably, honestly, I'll probably spread that shit out, because they put out, like, four episodes at once or something. It was three like episodes. They, yeah. I actually, I, I actually ended up watching it yesterday because I like when you when you told me like oh the woo's up or whatever, I I was I don't know I must have been working out some shit like, so I didn't really pay any mind like that really and then later on the night somebody said it like oh like yo yo y'all know this the the new woo episodes are out I thought it was one so I ended up watching all three. Um, I will say that I do like the route that they're going with the woo. It's very Atlanta. It's like they're not they not falling off with what the content is. They have okay. an old dirty episode that's like nigga phenomenal. The last episode's the old dirty also episode. Good. Yeah, the last old dirty episode is like them explaining ODB's artistic value to Wu Tang and like them explaining like his style to people who didn't necessarily get it at that time frame or don't get I it like now, that. and like they do it in a in a in a way of. Like how Atlanta did, and basically made it into a short story, but they made the they made it all tie into the actual episode. Not like Atlanta, where it's just like, oh, this is just a one off, and it has nothing it, to do with the, the yeah it, the storyline or anything like that. This I don't know was, why I had some fear in my heart that like uh, this Wu Tang season wasn't one to look forward to. I nah, it's fire. Using it, it's fire. It's fire. Cause like this, how, is, how does it? How does the last one end? The last one ends when they got the record label deal and and oh, Method Man gets signed to um for to Def Jam, um, ODB gets signed to Electra, uh, yeah. and then the rest of the Wu members are waiting to get signed or waiting so to get their, their check. So there's it's, not a much there's not a lot of story left for the show. This, is this like the last season or something? I think this is. I think they said this is the last season or they got one more season after this. But where this starts off is basically when them. They they start to like get a glimpse of money like basically everybody got like a five hundred thousand dollar advance and everybody got money and then they're in like basically like a woo lair all together living together and like yeah, woo mansion yeah and then all of them got like rope chains uh like Cuban links like uh and Cherie got a nice apartment like they this is them with money but this is them the beginning of them having money and then it's going through so this season looks like it's going to be a lot more tailored to uh Ghostface Raekwon and ODB and how they're starting their first albums because at this point that it starts off to Cal is already out um all I need remix is already out with Mary J and Method Man is probably like the biggest Wu Tang member at this time. Yeah, did they get a Mary J actress? No. As as far as I know, no. They got a puff one though. They got a puff actor? No. Yeah, they have a Wait, puff is, actor. Is it his son? Yeah. <laughs> it is. yeah I, listen, I don't like that. Hey, you can't blame him. They look exactly like and talk exactly like. You can't be like, yo, that nigga that nigga don't look like Puff, that nigga don't act like Puff. He's Puff, bro. What's like, that word that like they keep saying for it? That's nepotism. <laughs> it is nepotism, but fuck it. It's, it. Look, some some black nepotism needs to happen. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad no, at. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at nepotism. I'm Listen. not. Yeah, I was about to say I'm not mad if Pharrell's kids end up being the fucking um, 
the the uh, creative directors of Louis Vuitton in a couple of years. Bro, they're like three. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely not three. three. Years old. Um, but nah, they're literally like under six. I know that. But continuing this um, on more uh, shows, I got further into Breaking Bad. So yeah, with it. So from what I heard, season three was the best season. So. Spoilers to whoever hasn't watched it. So this is Los Hermanos Los Amano season. I finished it. Where Gus where Gus gets killed or whatever. If that's the best season, I fear I fear what's to come. I like that season a lot. That season was really good, but I'm telling you, this shit is really power like like this nigga this nigga fucking uh Brian Cranston is out here making bombs and making niggas do suicide missions to kill Gus and shit. Like, I like it. I like the writing of the shit, but, like, it could be a little all over the place sometimes. I, I fear what you'll say about season five, in particular, like, who the main, like, enemy is in season five. Cause oh, man. It's not, it's not, like, Gus, like... Gus is definitely the Gus. best one. Yeah, I fuck with Gus. You fuck with Gus. Like, he's, yeah. he's the bad guy of the show. The iconic one, truthfully. Mm-hmm. But when you... They run into the problem where, like, alright, well, who's gonna give Walt a problem this time? Facts. Like, <laughs> like it, it, all it's... Right, who's Jesse's love interest gonna be that we're gonna kill this time? Yeah, like, the, the, the thing is with me is, like... I don't know. I feel like it, it is kind of repetitive, the show. The acting is really, really, really good. I, I fucked with Gus' character a lot. I think Hank plays that character really well. Uh, Brian Cranston plays the character well, but it's, like, sometimes, like... I don't know. It it seems off to me. Like it, it don't really connect at all. Like these niggas doing heist on trains and shit now, and it's just like it, this is very fast ten bobs, bro. Like oh, you saw the uh, the train heist already? Yeah, I saw. Uh, that was the last episode I watched was the train heist. Bro, listen. <laughs> it all goes downhill from here, bro. It goes downhill from here. But that's the thing. Like niggas was telling me, bro, Breaking Bad is a best, like top five TV show of all time, and I'm like, how? Like. This shit top is like five. I think it's top ten. I think it's really that good. I think what the problem is is um you're right, is that like it stops it stops being all over the place. Mm-hmm. But it gets locked at the cost of being not all over the place, it, it gets locked into the Walt. Just being yeah. normal for once. Yeah. Stop fucking it up. Yeah. You know? It like, turns into, like, us watching Jesse suffer <laughs> for, like, six hours. Yeah, the thing is, like, I, where I thought this was going to take a turn was Gus leaves, Walt becomes the boss, and he he works with Mike and he works with Jesse. Like, it, it, this is this is where I thought it was going to be, so Walt was just going to become the kingpin, and he runs into the problem of being the main kingpin. That's where I thought it was going to be. It's definitely taking a different turn than where I thought it was going to be. Like, these motherfuckers doing heist with some random dude... And like this random dude just kills a guy on the on the fucking on kids kills a kid on a on a dirt bike like this guy's obviously like an idiot. Um, the characters that I enjoy the most on that show though, like that are just like great characters. Mike, I wish they just made a TV show about him, like a spinoff Mike, of just uh, about Mike. Uh, Better Call Saul is kind of like a spinoff about Saul and I, Mike. I never watched Better Call Saul, it, but listen, uh, Better Mike Call is one of my good. favorite characters too. Better Call Saul is actually like. A show that I would tell you to watch. I've seen like a few, a f- couple seasons of it. It does, it it does have moments where it's really, really slow because like it's just Saul. But uh, the introduction to Mike on Better Call Saul and all that shit is like really good because it gives you the precursor 
to Saul just being like a bum and then oh, Saul yeah. to being the way he is now. But he, they do it. They... Shout out to Mike Urban Chow. He has another two seasons of being a gangster left in him. Nah. But Better Call Saul does get a little weird because like his brother has like some weird like tinfoil sickness like vibe like where he's like oh, yeah, the radiations he, of he the world go, and stuff like yeah outside, he doesn't right? go outside and like he makes you step on um aluminum foil to get on it so it takes off all like the like electric energy he can't be around like phones and shit like that like, you know what's crazy like if he started a podcast people would believe him 100 percent People, people believe that that hope he drink of blood on just like on the random, like even if he, right. if even if he was in a drink of blood, you just think Brody's just like, yeah, I feel like a glass of blood right now. <laughs> mm, you know, I feel, I feel like a glass of blood at three thirty. Oh, continuing this, did we talk about this? Oh, yeah, I think we did talk about it. The uh, Ben Affleck and uh, what's the Matt Damon? I, I always. I always get Matt Damon and uh, Mark Wahlberg, Mark confused. Wahlberg confused all the time. I, I knew you would say that. You want to all the time, bro. These are those. These are my top two races. <laughs> they're in my top. <laughs> I mean, they both from Boston. They both from Boston. They're in my top ten racist actors list. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, but yeah, the uh, two I, I, I really give it up. <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about this last episode where they they have the Air uh, movie coming out and it's about the Air Jordans and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure because you asked me, uh, is this movie about Michael Jordan or is this movie about the the, the air Jordan? No shot. Ben Affleck is playing Phil Knight. That uh, fat yeah. fuck definitely told them who to get to play him. <laughs> I mean, Phil Knight, bro. To him, they look alike. <laughs> if you, if you Google Phil Knight, there's no fucking way. You, today is like the hundred year anniversary of like when um, they open King Kong's oh. tomb. Right? Okay, what they, the fuck? They, they should have got that motherfucker, that <laughs> mummy to play Phil Knight. I'll tell you right. I'll tell you right now. Uh, my only my only takeaway that I didn't like from the new Wu because I thought the new Wu was fucking great was, yo, y'all could have casted somebody else for Buster. <laughs> Who'd they get for Buster? I don't fucking know, but that motherfucker don't look like Buster, dog. <laughs> I I, I that he did not look like Buster, bro. Like that's not what Buster looked like. Oh, that? Yeah, it's so not... bad that like I won't recognize that that's who he's supposed to be unless they say, "Yo, my name is Buster Rhymes." You know they saying his name is Buster Rhymes off rip, but yeah, no. If 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 they would have just been like, "Oh, like it's some random dude at the house party," and he didn't like overly act like Buster, you would not know that's Buster, bro. Like he don't look like Buster. Yeah, you would have seen his ass on Vincent Street, right? But otherwise, it's been great. Uh, I'm telling you, the dude who they got to play ODB is a phenomenal actor. To actually like. Be able to do that, like you see, that's, ODB. That's what happens when you're uh, anti nepotism. OD, <laughs> ODB was one of a kind. For you to even have like remotely a style like him, or like to be able to like have like the same mannerisms as him and all that. Like I think that motherfucker should win the Golden Globe, dog. Like that that this. This that that specific episode I'm talking about, episode three, he he did that shit great. Like he he they they go into the episodes of Dirt McGirt. Dirt McGirt, that's yeah. it. I mean, that's way back with that one. <laughs> Bro, I completely forgot that he'd be calling himself Dirt McGirt all the time, and like it really tied into like it it gave you an explanation to what you think. What it's what you think about ODB when you listen to ODB's music. 
but you never thought to really like verbalize it or or like really 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 think about it and give it like a category because ODB just like uncut like he's on a different level but they they gave you like a stamp of like this is what OD was, ODB was going for like this is what what it was this is what his whole mind state was and then it ends off on uh, a video shoot of like this is what it was and then it's like nigga this completely fucking makes sense to me now like I I completely see the whole thing now like I get what it was going on with it um Divine is just being a little bitch on the Yo, on I forgot that was his name. That was Divine. He's being a bitch. He's just being like, uh, like how Divine was in the beginning. Like, like. Oh, uh, he forgot that he read like five hundred books and like yeah, became he, a manager and yeah, shit. He no. his bullshit again. Nah, and then uh, funny as shit, I'll I'll give you this. <laughs> this is they never talked about shooting Attila ever again, huh? Yeah. The funniest shit about this was. Um, it's introing the 90s, right? Because, like, this is 94, 95, right? Because Takao came out in 94, so Iron Man came out in 95, and so did Cuban Links, I think, came out in 95. And Ray walks in the crib, and he's like, yo, I just got that motherfucking new George Foreman girl, nigga. I can make paninis and shit on this shit. And then it's like, fuck you and that Foreman girl. And the whole three episodes is just him cooking shit on the George Foreman. And I was like, that's the most accurate description of the fucking 90s of all time. The George Foreman grill had niggas in a chokehold. Like, the George Foreman grill is exactly what the air fryer is now. The George, it, that's a very good um, comparison. It, it came out in 94. Yeah, you know, so it's 94. Because he said, I got the first George Foreman grill, nigga. And I, he was like, I'm about to make paninis and shit, nigga. But it also did give, in, um, give you an insight to... Raekwon's uh, style of rap and how it came about and where it came about and why Cuban Links is like that. Bro, it's, but it's, it's a lean, mean, fat-reducing grilling machine. That shit is, you know, honestly, the George Foreman grill is fire. 100% like, is fire. George Foreman made more bread off that than fighting, nigga. Bro, they have the original grill in, like, a museum. I'm doing mad. I'm doing the research. I mean, bro, to be honest, that shit was very monumental for the time being, as far as, like, kitchen gadgets. Like, that was before toaster ovens, before yeah. air fryers, before one all this shit. Niggas just used ovens. One of the first electric cookers, you know? Yeah. That wasn't, like, they didn't have that. Everything was gas. Shout out to Facts. Joe Biden. You know I mean? <laughs> but yeah, nah. It, the, like when you really think about how innovative that shit is, just like on on like that aspect, like they, it's really innovative. They even had the uh, in the two thousands, they tried to push the joint that made a perfect, perfectly cooked pizza. Like you could put the the you could put the uh, the frozen pizzas in that shit. And I remember, I remember my cousin. I remember my cousin had it, and and I was like, "Yo, this shit is phenomenal." That shit did not cook that pizza good. Like you had to put it in there for way longer than you had to put it in the oven. And certain sizes wasn't crispy. That was like for a doughy pizza person. And I'm not a doughy pizza person at all. Um, but yeah, no, the new was fire. Yeah, doughy pizza person. You like thin crust? Is what you're telling me? No, like you know what I mean. Like when when they leave it a little underbaked, so it has like a little bit more uh, chew to it, rather than you, like it being crispy jets? on the bottom. Jets pizza, yeah. I fuck with the I fuck with the Detroit style pizza because the Detroit the Detroit style pizza is a substitute for where we live and we don't have a good Sicilian slice, which I like Sicilian a lot. But it's a good it's a good alternate Sicilian to me. Except the cheese, the, the why you don't fuck with it? 
No, nah, I fuck with it. I just, you know, some, I like to ask you questions where you give a very political answer. You know what I mean? Like, there's... You answer some questions it. sometimes, like... Uh, I fuck with someone it. Someone from Jets Pizza knows where you live. Nah, hell no. Nah. But the thing is, like, uh, I, I fuck with it. The only, my only, like, thing that I don't like about that shit is, like, when it comes to commercial pizza like that, they put mad fucking butter on the... The crust. On the yeah. crust. It's like when it's baked, so that shit, like, I, I don't really fuck with I'm not a big... But I've come to find out, as me, like, growing up and being more of an adult and all this shit, like, nigga, I don't fuck with butter like that. <laughs> I think the thing is, like, when they try the flavored crust shit, it's too much. Like, it's it doesn't too much. Need to, it doesn't need all this stuff. But what, you know what, what I mean? they do is they put the butter in it so it crispens up the, you know, the dough on the sides and shit like that. My nigga, yeah, throw olive oil crack. on that shit. I'd rather have the olive oil. Olive oil, cr- like crunchy crust, I'm, I'm, I'm with it all day. But yeah, the, uh, AB, uh, that's that's um, another segment of AB Dash figuring out how I feel about some random things. <laughs> some well, random case. A lot of people don't know what Jess Pizza is either because like, that shit is like super Midwest. We just randomly have one here. Is it? Yeah, that's just not like there's not a just piece in New York City, dog. Like it's a borrows and dominoes. Nah, it's done. There's not. There's not. Nah, there is one in New York. There is one it's in New York. In, yeah, in Buffalo. <laughs> All right, come on, fam. <laughs> Only niggas eating that's Griselda. That's just basically Detroit. Uh, basically. Let me see. Continuing this, we have. Uh, the only thing in fashion that I found to be even remotely like interesting, new Noah um, classic Bro, spring summer. Boring. I actually like a lot of the cuts that they have on here. Like you know, the thing with Noah is like we always talk about it, is that they do like really good jeans and like you know sweaters and like. So I think. Like the outfits they put together, like the styling is super ass. Like yeah, bro, 10, that's that's the nuts. point. That's the point. When I guess I guess they heard our podcast talking about like, yo, y'all just Emilian Dior part two, and then they just do this and just like, bro, what are you styling here? Like super off the mark. Like, yeah, half the time I don't even know what I'm looking at. Facts. Like, like a lot of this shit does not. It looks like you just try to get as much product into a picture as possible, and not and not make it look like good, but. Individuals, individual things look good in here. The camera was running out of space on the SD card. They got the right. kid from fucking Stranger Things in the st- in the lookbook. That's it's not crazy. Brody from Stranger Things, but no, they do have like a lot of things I like on here was like they flannel cuts and then like, they pants and stuff like that. But yo, nigga, that's crazy. Look at slide twenty three. That's crazy. It, that's, that's awful. <laughs> that's crazy. like get off. Get, stop standing on the no. What y'all on? Crazy. What y'all on? And then on twenty four, who told Bro to pose? like that like you're not showing anything good here like no. I think this is like some J. Crew throwaways that Brandon's just trying to get off in the I mean label. Not, now that you say that <laughs> I shouldn't even put this on <laughs> to be Bro, I just might go to that's J. Crew true. instead and get a permanent 60% off that's crazy cause like mm, that's crazy when you really break it, break it down cause I only looked at certain things that I like I, like I enjoyed like on slide 21 I like that knitted polo with the double stripes on the on the on the what's that shit called I don't know this is some shit you find on Vincent Street bro I'm telling you yeah no but like no when you really break it down this this shoot was not that it was not fucking good and that's probably gonna be the clip so Noah sorry but hey, <laughs> sorry hey, bro. 
everybody can get on this podcast. Um, also, sorry to the guy from Stranger Things. Like after <laughs> for, after upon doing research, <laughs> you're not the same guy. <laughs> um, but that but and that shit off here. Dog talk season twenty two episode five. We are out. Stiggity. Peace. Happy Valentine's Day. We on some outer space shit like you watched our trip. I feel all in check. You better keep my music banging till it disconnect. Got you all in check. Your architects getting money. Let me cash my check. Got you all in check. Bust the rhymes up in the place with the ODB. Bust the rhyme to rhyme Yeah, rhyme after me. The ODB was nominated for a Grammy. Congratulations, bust with your solo album. Put a in my lyrics like my name was Kid Capri. Blow up the spot regardless of your nationality.